Welcome to the Two Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising girls. Because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Dana Gresh. I'll be joined momentarily by Janet Milan and Shani McKenzie. Does your daughter ever struggle with grumbling or pouting? Well, we have a special mom-daughter challenge that could change all of that. On today's episode, find out what Janet is giving birth to and why socks are a trigger for Shani. And I'll share the secret to the world's most expensive cup of coffee's smooth qualities. Let's dive in. So did you guys notice that um, I'm giving birth to a new friend on my chin? Do you see that? No. It is not. Someone did that. not tell me. I did not get the memo. I'd be 48 years old and still getting pimples. Oh Do you know Aaron Davis names them? <gasps> my okay. girlfriend does too. She's like, "Do you see Consuelo over here?" I was like, "Please what? stop." Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's been a lot of Henry on her face. You know. Oh, so if you're listening and you're not 48, <laughs> I want to tell you that there's a chance. You might you might still get pimples. <laughs> it's unfair, but that is not what we're talking about today. Thank what God. are we talking Thank about? God. We're talking about this. There's a saying: "All that glitters is not gold." Now, I did a little research. Some people attribute this to Shakespeare from um, you know one of his plays, but they're actually thinking it goes back even farther, mm. farther, farther for this like 12th century mm. saying. This is like really intense literature history right here right mm-hmm. and you know but we say it all the time i was like that had to come from somewhere right <laughs> yeah. um so all the glitters is not gold is this idea right that something looks like it's going to be great but it actually isn't or it looks mm. like it's going to be valuable but it is not mm. what's one thing you either purchased or participated in <laughs> because it appeared to be awesome but turned out it was not after all why mm. janet why <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go first. You go. All right. So a few years ago, my whole family uh, took a cruise to Bermuda. We went on a cruise and we were, it was all the things. And so all of the adult kids <laughs> were going to go on this glass bottom boat adventure. It was like late at night. We were going to be going past the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, it was like all the adventure. So glass bottom boat, clearly for some people, means two strips of glass oh no at the bottom of a little rinky dink schooner um and you can see you know a couple pieces of coral <laughs> and was you, it you paid big money for that too. big money i mean and we were dressed to the nines it was supposed to be like yeah. all white yeah. and not what you expected yeah i remember that, that movie so from like the 50s the glass bottom boat mm-hmm. ever, it's a musical yeah. i think the whole bottom was the whole bottom glass. and it yeah. made it look like no. a magical wonderland yeah, yeah. nope <laughs> wasn't that at all <laughs> well that reminds me of have you ever heard of kopi luwak <laughs> is that a I'm show? Not sure if i'm saying that correctly <laughs> it is the world's most expensive coffee oh it is i think it's about 1200 dollars a kilogram so one year for Christmas, my husband bought enough for our whole family to share a cup. And I mean, he paid like, you know, 50 bucks for a cup of coffee for all of us because I have a son and a daughter who are absolute coffee uh, connoisseurs. Yeah, One of them's a barista. The other one, he has the equipment in his house. He might as well be a barista. So we thought, you know, what do you get your kids in their 20s for Christmas? We're you yeah, give them a cup right. of the most expensive coffee. Here's the problem that I discovered after I tasted it and said, oh, that was very smooth. 
Think mm. of the word smooth when I tell you this. Mm. It's coffee beans that are eaten and pooped out by the Asian palm civet. <laughs> Which is, which is a rodent. Rodent. <laughs> I've heard about this. Oh, it's from and that movie, The Bucket List, right? Is that my the husband coffee? told me remember. after I said, "Oh, that was so smooth." Oh, yeah, you can't I, get that information beforehand. This wasn't. This, this, you need that information before so that no, you ma'am. don't partake. Mm-mm, he wasted his fifty dollars then. No. Oh my. Wow. I when I think about this, I automatically think about and. You remember, you remember this when your kids are younger. Shannon, you might be in this right now with your kids because they're still a bit younger. But they think going to the dollar store, if they buy the item at the dollar store, like a toy, it's going to be awesome quality and last forever. <laughs> and it's a great deal. And every one of my kids had to learn that, yeah, you can afford it, but it's not going to last if you right, buy the dollar store. Right. Come on. I remember when they're into like technology, like starting mm-hmm. to get into electronics, like Jack would buy headphones at the five at the what is that called? Five dollar. Oh, five below. Five below. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, anymore. Jack, you can buy them, but they are not going to last. They're right. not going to be great quality. And they're, they're just convinced. But inevitably, every kid comes back to, hey, mom, you were right. Yeah, yeah. It's worth saving a little more money right. on, on a lot of items yeah. and instead of getting it there. All the glitters <laughs> is not gold. And speaking of glitter, <laughs> let's go into our big challenge for November. Mm, All right. Let's do it. And I kind of wished that October would have actually had this challenge too. I guess as Christians, we actually always have this challenge. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but the the challenge that we're issuing here at True Girl is called the No Grumble November Challenge. So you've Ooh. heard of the No Shave November mm-hmm. thing, right? No Grumble November Challenge. And this challenge is this, challenging you and ourselves to leave a little sparkle or mm. glitter all month long with our words so moms i know some of you are like don't leave glitter anywhere near me it is the actual (laughs) devil (laughs) but (laughs) because glitter is it does get everywhere but we're kind of comparing glitter and sand you know you get sand Mm. everywhere and it's like uh you know you find it you're at the beach and it's not pleasant to even see it but glitter you find a little piece of glitter and i maybe look across the room see a piece of glitter on somebody's face and like oh it's there it's pretty so we're Mm. challenging us to to leave sparkle words and not sand words everywhere we go this is based on philippians 2 14 and 15 do everything without grumbling and arguing everything Mm -hmm. so that you may be blameless and pure children of god who are faultless in a crooked and perverted generation among whom whom you shine like stars in the world so speak life leave a little sparkle by doing the activity on this calendar it's the true girl no grumble november calendar you can download it in our show notes Mm -hmm. and the subscribers you're actually going to get the calendar printed in your november box and every day there's going to be a challenge of november in november so Mm -hmm. no grumbling and a special challenge to leave a word of sparkle and happy all over the place okay i gotta warn you I'm going to try this, but this is going to be hard because I told the True Girl team, the tour team about this a few days ago when I was out on tour. And I said, let's do it for just 24 hours. Let's mm-hmm. take the, let's practice. We'll get ready for the No Grumber, No no Grumble November Challenge. <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, and I explained what I just learned about mental health to them, which is it's really important to avoid making complaining a habit because 
chronic levels of complaining really does have a negative impact, a drastic negative impact on your mental health. It increases your stress Mm. levels. It adds to your anxiety. uh, It pushes your loved ones away from you. You don't even know that's happening. Mm. And that's just to name a few of the things that I read to them that day. And then I read Philippians 2, 14 to 15 to them, the verse Janet just read. And exactly 35 minutes later, when I heard what was for dinner, I complained. <laughs> Sounds about right. But, but I, and, I, and I looked at everyone and I went, oh, no, I was the one that issued the challenge. I'm sorry. I, I was the first one to go down, but we all went down. But I am going to take the no- Grumble November challenge. I really think I need it in my life. Well, and I think that's a good heads up for everyone listening because – Probably after listening to this episode, I assume, I think you'll be convicted about the grumbling in your life and then it will be immediately tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the elections mm-hmm. are coming up here oh, soon yeah. and things oh, yeah. are tested. Look, you want to grumble now? Yeah, oh. we're already complaining that's, that he's election month. Um, so we as Christian moms are in a unique place with this whole topic because right now moms have this right to complain because it means they're being real. Like it's become actually kind of cool to complain as moms. Often it's a main point of humor for the entertainment industry. There's mm-hmm. a mom who's just complaining. Either she's complaining all the time or she's a helicopter mom and they're both hilarious. Like that's <laughs> what our, mm-hmm. our funny moms are. And so, you know, I wasn't raised in a situation or by a mom who complained about motherhood. I didn't know you could say anything negative about being a mom. I didn't know if that was okay or not. And I remember the first time I encountered this with a friend of mine, she was a mom of three boys. Mm. And I remember her saying one day, like, just said, wasn't anything like horrible or anything, but just mentioning that, man, my kids are driving me nuts. Like, mm. they're making these choices or whatever it might be. And I remember having this moment of like, oh, I can be. I can be real and actually say that sometimes uh, being a mom is hard. Mm. (laughs) Sometimes my kids are annoying or whatever, you know, just stating the reality of that in a safe space with somebody. And that was like a a light bulb kind of going on moment in my mind because I didn't know I was allowed to even say anything Mm -hmm. that looked like negative about motherhood because that Mm. made me look like a bad mom. Yeah, or it was dishonoring to my kids. And we're going to get into that a little bit more about what is the difference between complaining and being honest or being real? Um, it's a valid question. You know, what yeah. is the difference Yeah, between being real and complaining or grumbling? So we're going to tap on this a little bit now. We're going to go back to it, I think, afterwards. Shani, if you can lead us in a little discussion about that afterwards. Mm. Um, I'm banking on that. Um, So being authentic and real is finding the appropriate times and ways to say what is true for the purpose of getting or giving help. Mm. All right. It has like a, a purpose. It's productive. It's about sharing our experience honestly to give or receive feedback. We're careful about how we say something, mm-hmm. who we say it to. Like I said with my friend, like me talking to Shani about a difficulty in my motherhood is really different from me standing on a stage and saying, my kids are whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, it's a right. whole different deal. Mm-hmm. Or saying it where your kids can hear it. Right. Right. Or overhear right. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way that's like hurtful to them. Mm-hmm. But complaining is different. Complaining mm-hmm. is uncontrolled. Usually mm-hmm. it's selfish. It's kind of like a runaway train. You're not trying to help someone or a situation. Usually you're trying to manipulate a situation. Mm-hmm. It's ego-based. Mm-hmm. So for today's scripture snack, I'm going to dive into complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm going to complain. Yay. <laughs> We're talk about complaining. <laughs> so ladies, today I submit to you three grumble busters 
for our girls and us, because as it's been with every episode, we talk about how to talk to our daughter about these things, but every time it's like, oh yeah, and also us. And Dana, you talk about this a lot. It's things, Some things are better caught than taught. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's always yeah. a challenge to us too. So grumble <laughs> buster number one, <laughs> feeling empty. This is taking care of like physical reasons that can be contributing factors to our complaining. Mm. And maybe you've heard of HALT, H-A-L-T. Mm-hmm. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Mm-hmm. All right? You know, sometimes when our daughters complain, they just need a snack mm-hmm. yeah. or a nap <laughs> or some right. alone time or some connection time. Right, right. And same with us. When we or our daughters complain, it's wise to check those four things. Are they hungry? Are they angry? Are they lonely? Are they tired? And go from there. Mm-hmm. I have a pastor who used to always say this halt (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i know like before we make any big decisions or say words we might regret regret we do that like in our household but i i have one one child who when she's hungry oh she's hangry like that snickers (laughs) commercial one of those two is about her i mean (laughs) and she actually gets it from my dad because i was like oh wow you do the same thing like (laughs) either they'll go into themselves or she'll just be kind of just over the top, just upset about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm like, do, do we need a snack? Is <laughs> Are things right. okay? Or if even when I come home and if I'm tired, like, do I come in like a wrecking ball? Like, oh, <laughs> why is this sock here? Why is this, you know, like, <laughs> and is it coming off? Am I nagging? Yeah. Am I complaining just to feel like validated in that? Right. Or to manipulate the situation? Because moms, we know we can come in and change the whole atmosphere. Yeah, we were talking we about can. that the other yeah, day. For good or for bad. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, halt. That actually happened one. on Sunday. Now that I think about it. My son and I have been leading worship together at church. He's oh. playing guitar and I'm leading the singing. And we were going over the song and he was getting frustrated. He was starting to complain about the song because mm-hmm. it was difficult, like during practice. And I called him on it, like, hey, I think you'd kind of checked out there and I need you to engage with this because, mm-hmm. you know, we got to do this. And then I, I realized he hadn't had anything to eat mm-hmm. in the morning. Right. So I grabbed this, you know, vanilla iced latte that we had for him there because that's what we do. We're, yeah. Our church is beside a coffee shop. Right. What do you want me to do? So <laughs> I grabbed this and shop. I gave it to him. I was like, hey, why don't you take some of your drinks? So he did. And like within minutes, he mm-hmm. was totally fine and engaged again. <laughs> yeah. But it's a physical yeah. thing, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so it's important to notice that. So that was number one, feeling empty. Yeah. Mm. All right. Number two, pushing up. Mm. All right. Pushing up. We're going to head up in this same chapter of Philippians 2 to find out more about this to verses three and four. I see what you did there. I know. And that happened on the fly. So I'm pretty proud of myself about that. (laughs) (laughs) Unintentionally (laughs) quippy. Um, Philippians 2, 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. So chances are, if I'm complaining, I'm trying to make someone else look less important than me. Mm -hmm. And this means I am pushing up for myself, Mm -hmm. elevating myself by complaining about something else. So usually it's because I feel unseen or unimportant, or I want to make myself raised up and seen. And the ambition is selfish and full of conceit. So mm-hmm. pushing up is a grumble yeah, buster. When good. you realize you're doing that, it's best to just shut your mouth mm. and not roll your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a little alone time. <laughs> I'm, <have> a snack. <laughs> I'm totally convicted by do nothing 
mm. out of selfish ambition yeah. or conceit. Like in case you were wondering if there are a few exceptions. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> right. Apparently there are Don't none. question any longer. No. <laughs> so number one, feeling empty. Number two, pushing up. Are you pushing yourself up, mm. elevating yourself to be higher than somebody else? And number three, our third grumble buster, speaking of selfish ambition and being full of conceit, stepping down. Mm-hmm. All right. Stepping down. So the same chapter in Philippians. Dana, can you read Philippians 2, 5 through 7? I'd love to. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus, who existing in the form of God did not consider equality with God as something to be exploited. Instead, he emptied himself by assuming the form of a servant, taking on the likeness of humanity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe choosing not to complain doesn't feel as important as what Christ did, but I'm telling you, it's a big deal. It's huge. It's radically different from what the world is telling us and our girls on all sides. Mm. Stepping down means we're choosing to walk in humility and servanthood. Mm. Stepping down says just because I have a right to complain, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm choosing different weapons, prayer, truth, encouragement, silence, Mm. trusting, listening, choosing to be unseen and unheard. Mm. Stepping down reminds us that being heard isn't the goal. The goal for believers is to love God and love others well. Mm. So much conviction all over my heart right Mm. now. (laughs) It's like a big, this is not about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of it. I, um, when I think about this with my kids and raising my kids, one area where I am, I think I've learned (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and watch this will be tested tomorrow because that's how it goes is yeah. um, this whole idea of stepping down and choosing different weapons like rather than going in like a bull in a china shop and just complaining and fixing things to step back and choose prayer and trust and just how things go is with my kids and their teachers or their coaches mm. you know uh, my son had an issue with a coach one time and I wanted to go in and tell the coach everything I thought mm-hmm. about what he should be doing all Not to do things, with the sport, because right? I would be ridiculous, because I don't know anything about the sports, but mm-hmm. <laughs> about how he interacted with my son mm-hmm. or other players in the team. And I just felt the Lord like, just pray, just pray, just pray. Mm-hmm. So I chose a different weapon of prayer. And you know what? Imagine that God actually did work some things out without my that assistance. And that, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but and then I didn't, you know, that was that was stepping down yeah. mm. and we don't always sometimes god does ask us to step into something and speak sure. but we have to be in tune with what he's asking us to do mm-hmm. um so that i think is a big thing for parents of like well do we want to step in and change all this and elevate ourselves and complain uh, or is god asking us to do something different mm-hmm. that's wow, good that that's really good, good. I, you know what i'm it's coming to my mind i have an extended family member who mm-hmm. is very outspoken in her political preferences. Mm -hmm. And just recently, I won a battle because I felt, I usually am quick to say, well, what about this? Or, well, what about that? Because I have very different thoughts than her. And just recently, God's been really just reminding me that it doesn't really matter what my opinion on politics is. It's It matters that I love her well mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. I love her closer to him. And there was this thing that came up and I felt the Holy Spirit saying, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. And I was like, but I want to, I need to. <laughs> it's going to feel you so good. Think I should. Are you sure you don't think I <laughs> but should? But it was 
such a victory that night when I was mm. like, I didn't say it. Yeah. I didn't open my mouth. Um, it was. It felt really good. And mm-hmm. everything was okay still. Yeah, like, everything is okay. Sometimes it's like, oh, wait, if I, yeah. I don't say it like this has to be said. It's going to change everything if I right. say this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. You know, our yeah. church is going through a lot of transitions and has been for the last couple yeah. of years. And um, so this week was our first women's prayer meeting, mm. 6 a.m. Me and oh. another woman showed up because this is part of like the reason for it is it's easy for us. Um, I think I've, I've seen it with women, especially to complain about mm. what's going on and the transitions and all of that and grumble about it. But if we would just lay that down and pick up prayer, mm-hmm. that's where the Lord's mm-hmm. power really just like, boom, like fire yeah. will go through and actually take care of the things that you're grumbling about, you know, right. or take care of your heart so you don't care about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. So to recap, three things to think about when it comes to complaining, three grumble busters mm-hmm. are one, feeling empty. So that's the halt hungry, angry, lonely, tired, these physical mm-hmm. triggers, you got to pay attention to them and don't disregard them. Push them up, pushing up. Are we just acting out of insecurity mm-hmm. and stepping down? Are we willingly choosing to walk in humility and servanthood? Wow. So there's your little launch pad into no grumble, November, spreading some glitter words instead of sand words. <laughs> yes. Wow. Janet. <laughs> Well, thank you, um, I think, because <laughs> I know, yes, we are going to be tested in this, mm-hmm. but it is okay. Um, this is what God desires for us. So, Janet, at the beginning of your teaching, you talked about the question of uh, if we tell our daughters not to complain, are we teaching them to be fake? Mm-hmm. And in today's culture, and you alluded to it as well, we're being real. It's seemingly everything. That's a relevant question as we talk about not grumbling and not complaining. And I don't I don't want to teach my girls to be fake, but I want to teach them to know when and how to express their authentic feelings, you know, not mm-hmm. to suppress those right. um, and that those things are important. And just letting them grumble or whine about anything is not developing right. that gracious maturity in them. So <laughs> there are these two ends of the spectrum here. Um, but are we being fake if we're not verbalizing our complaints? Right. Like the culture would say that when our daughters complain, they're just keeping it real, mm-hmm. right? And I have, I actually have both ends of the spectrum in my house. And I have one daughter who, you know, sometimes we have to kind of make her verbalize what she's feeling. And, mm-hmm. you know, she might grunt over something or we can see her countenance change or her, you know, um, her body language is just like, okay, she's not feeling something, but, she doesn't want to say anything mm. or, you know, she tries to suppress that and she thinks that's, you know, just her being humble about it. And then we have some another daughter who <laughs> she over verbalizes sometimes. Right, We're like, yeah. OK, you know, and a lot of things become a complaint or almost like a like this. I'm the victim of the thing, mm-hmm. you know, and so. We have different conversations with both of them, but getting them both to the place where, yes, your voice is important because we don't, you know, want our daughters to feel like, you know, they don't need to be heard. But your voice and your feelings matter, but they aren't the boss. Mm -hmm. Like, and I love it, Janet, you know, you were talking about what's what's the motive behind what you're doing? Mm -hmm. You know, like, are you doing it to manipulate? Are you saying this to just, you know, get people on your bandwagon? Or is there some 
resolution, reconciliation, something you're trying to help. Um, so I think kind of getting them back to the same place, even though we have to approach them both uh, differently, yeah. uh, that that is <laughs> that is something we're dealing with right now. Right. And it actually seems like in our culture in the past two years, like social media voices, and now we have, like you mentioned, the election coming up at the beginning of November, that door is wide open for our girls mm. to see and hear us complaining. Yeah. And are we disguising it as keeping it real? Yeah. Right. You know, can I validate when I yeah. come in the house and I'm like, did everybody just step over the sock? You know, <laughs> no one sees the sock but me. Like, yeah, you know, right. <laughs> can I validate that just because I'm mom? Right. You know, so, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we're in an, a very interesting time. Mm -hmm. um, we, we are. And I, I, my husband and I have been really convicted about this recently. And um, we've been calling our complaints ego food. Hmm. Now, here's why. A lot of times we realize that we do it so people feel sorry for us. Mm -hmm. We like, I did not get any sleep last night. I didn't, literally, I didn't get any <laughs> sleep last night. I came in here telling you guys that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we walk into the environment and we just want everyone to know what mm. trauma we've had that day, what mm -hmm. what troubles we've had that day. Mm. And that if that's our motivation in, in being real, it's probably not the right motivation mm -hmm. because it's not a heart of humility. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's ego food. Yep. It's mm -hmm. look at me, give attention to me, feel sorry for me, pity me. And so <laughs> I, I, I really, I want to walk in the humility of Christ. I don't want to walk in a place of, hey, everybody look at me, notice me. Mm -hmm. So can I just say that Bob and I have set a goal this election season that we want to reflect the humility of Christ mm. as we enter into what we really believe is a lot of complicated conversations, like, you know, with that one family member I mentioned. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the election definitely is something, but there's also something else for those who live here in the States is we have Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which for a lot of us, that means we're going to be with family members who may mm. or may not be difficult people to be around. Mm. They might make the sweet potatoes differently than you like them. <laughs> the world or is over you may end up sleeping on an air mattress yeah. that is deflated by morning. Like that's oh. those and there's a lot of, there's a wide open door there also for our daughters to oh. see us complain. Why mm -hmm. did we pick November? Right. <laughs> yeah. What's some I more? Have to cook all this food? Like February might have been a good one. I don't know. But here we are. <laughs> it's yeah. named. It's official. So it. it's just it's being mindful, you mm -hmm. know, and um, giving your daughters tools going into a situation that has potential for a lot of complaining to say okay you know tell her okay you're going to be sleeping next to the litter box i'm really sorry about that <laughs> at your uncle's house but what can we what can we do like let's yeah. talk about that together but let's not like how do we how do we combat that with silence or with gratitude or yeah. maybe you know and it's okay to know. say hey um i didn't get a lot of sleep Mm -hmm. Next to the kitty litter box last night. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's okay to say that. Pass the potatoes. <laughs> you know, somebody's daughter sleeping next to the kitty litter box. Like, oh. Yeah, it's okay to say that, yeah. but like to say it in the right, right. Say it to your mom. Yeah. Like you know, just tell me. You don't mm -hmm. need to say it in front of Uncle Ted, mm -hmm. who loves his cats. Right. You know, just say it in right. the right space. Like <laughs> that's that's what we're trying member. to work on this this yes. month. It's not that's faking right. it. Mm -hmm. Do you make it? It is being authentic 
but in a controlled way. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And as we've said before, we talked about um, the idea that you become most intimate with those who receive the first fruits of your emotions. Mm. And so telling our girls, hey, when we go to this place and you don't like the food or it's too cold or it's too hot or whatever, or you're bored out of your mind, you know, while, you know, Nana watches the news all day or whatever it might be, then... Mm. You can tell her, okay, take that those feelings you have and give them to God first, because yes. that will produce intimacy with Him. Yes, mm. and then let me be the second person you come to. Come to Mama, mm. <laughs> tell I me about that. it. I'll hug you, but we we don't want to become most intimate with complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't want right. that to be our yeah. buddy. <laughs> we want to become intimate with the Lord <laughs> and with each other. I love that. So, yeah. so you know, in this whole conversation, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about I have some friends who are fixers. Mm-hmm. And we probably all have friends. Some of you might. I don't know if you guys are fixers or not, actually. But it depends on the situation for me. Define. I might be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a fixer is someone, they walk into any situation and they can see what needs to change. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm a fixer. Okay. <laughs> True. My name is Danik Resch and I'm a fixer. <laughs> it depends on what it is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of my friends, it's become a strength. Uh-huh. For others, it's just turned them into complainers. Yeah. Right? So they come in like, oh, this isn't right. That's not uh-huh. right. This isn't right. Whatever. Mm-hmm. The turkey's slimy. I don't know. Go back to Thanksgiving food. <laughs> Apparently, I have an issue with Thanksgiving food, which is ridiculous because I love the food my sister in law makes. But anyway, if you are a fixer, if that's how God's gifted you, because it is a gift mm-hmm. to be able to walk into a situation and see how things can be made more connected or mm-hmm. smoother. It's necessary to ask for his wisdom and how to use that gift so you don't just become negative all the time. Right. 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 So yeah. for the fixers out there, take courage. You have a gift, mm-hmm. but you really have to ask the Lord for wisdom and how to rein that in right. and use it appropriately for his glory and for the good of others. Yeah, my husband's true. like that. He calls himself an editor. He goes, I have to edit everything. <laughs> and I realize that not everything needs to be endorsed by my editing. Yeah. You know, so yeah, just maybe hold those some of those opinions to yourself it takes the wisdom of the lord i tell you mm-hmm. right yeah. and the strength of the lord the Absolutely. self-discipline of the lord and you have to be willing to let some things just yeah. not go well yeah and that can be hard right it's <laughs> are you changing happy to glad that's what we used to say in the editorial uh-huh. world like uh is this a are you changing oh, happy to i glad? would do this right. like that or is this really something that yeah desperately needs, needs to, be, needs to fixed. be fixed yeah right i don't know about you but I think this challenge is going to be tough. It is. And I think we're going to need prayer. Yeah. Lots of it. Join us next month on the True Girl Momcast as we talk about the thrill of hope. As followers of Jesus, hope is always present and we can teach our daughters how to find it and cling to it. But before then, I wonder if you ever have questions about when and how to talk to your children about gender. The topic sure can be confusing and polarizing. It divides friends and families. And if you're a parent who feels ill-equipped to talk to your son or daughter, we want to help. We invite you to join us November 15th for an online workshop on how to talk to your kids about gender. We're going to equip you to stand in the conviction of God's truth about gender and to reach out in compassion to those who are struggling with confusion. You'll gain clarity and courage to talk to your children about a confusing topic. You can use the link in our show notes to register. Ladies, as many of you know, our True Girl subscription boxes are delivered every other month with digital content in between. And let me tell you, the box coming to our subscribers in November is beautiful, both in its contents and its purpose. It's called The Shine Box, and it's all about adding color and beauty to our world with our words. Here at True Girl, we are officially deeming this month No Grumble November. 
And we have a special calendar of challenges in regard to how your daughter uses her words for the whole month. Now, moms, we designed the box for your daughter, but we could all use a no grumbling challenge, couldn't we? The Shine Box also contains a star charm for your True Girl Charm Bracelet, powerful memory verse cards, a very funky iridescent fanny pack, a bag of super shiny glitter, a mom and daughter date, and some colored pencils. And you might be asking, hey Shani, why are you sending my daughter colored pencils in this box? Great question. There are two exciting reasons. One, the box itself was designed so your daughter can actually color it. They are so cute. And the thing we're really excited about, the Shine Box contains our very first true girl coloring book. It's called the Shine for Jesus coloring book. And we know you're going to absolutely love it. You can subscribe today at mytruegirl.com slash subscription and you'll get the Shine Box shipped to your front door while supplies last.